2: Bring in show music,
0: please. Hi, I'm CNBC producer Cameron Costa. Today on Squawk Pod, Adidas terminates its partnership with Kanye West, but it wasn't the first company to cut ties.
2: Adidas should have figured out zero tolerance, 0.1,
3: 0.2.
0: And power shifts in the United Kingdom.
3: I want to pay tribute to my predecessor, Liz Truss.
0: Rishi Sunak's first comments as prime minister and the work he has ahead. Plus, Davos in the desert kicks off in Saudi Arabia. CNBC's Dan Murphy.
3: Wall Street has come to Riyadh, but the Biden administration has not.
0: And comedian Hassan Minhaj.
1: We live in Greenwich, Connecticut.
0: Ooh, yeah. It's Get Out White. His Netflix special, of course, but then everything else.
1: We always talk about human rights violations until the price of Unleaded hits $5.
0: We wrap up the Saudi geopolitics, the Kanye West drama, even the government handover in London.
1: Either way, if he drives Britain's economy into the ground, that's great. Hindus love karma. If he figures it out and helps the UK, then, then great. Clearly, immigrants do the job better. I just want to know, Rishi, are we getting the diamonds back?
0: It's Tuesday, October 25th, 2022, and SquawkPod begins right now.
2: Stand Becky by in three, two, one, 2, Cue her, please.
4: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Squawk Box here on CNBC. We are live from the NASDAQ Market Site in Times Square. I'm Becky Quick, along with Joe Kernan and Andrew Ross Sorkin, and we have some other breaking news. It is official. Adidas has terminated its partnership with Ye immediately. That's the artist, of course, formerly known as Kanye West. The company saying that it completed a thorough review and decided to end production of Yeezy brand products and stop all payments to Ye and his companies. Uh, it's been a long time coming. You can see the stock's reaction down 4.1 percent because again, this is a partnership that that is a pretty substantial one for this company. I think it's somewhere between eight and a half and 10 percent of Adidas's line uh, revenue comes in from. Uh, the easy products and so this is going to be a big shift for them and something they will have to adjust with. I
5: was trying to think whether they could pull off some kind of not a compromise but whether there's a way for them to continue to sell product that either is not branded Yeezy but looked like Yeezy I mean That's they sort of have a what look to and then the question the is and weeks. then the question is whether anyone would buy right. said product. Because, I I mean, I I don't know what, I'd be fascinated to know, like, walking into a foot locker these days, if people over the last two weeks were actually buying these products. I actually bet you a lot of people were, interestingly enough.
2: Meaning, like, I'm not sure. Is is this all revenue loss for why the stock is down, or they wait so long, there's reputational damage? Well,
4: that that would have been kind of cumulatively over the last couple of weeks, right?
2: Well, so that's interesting. Okay, so
4: I I
5: love wearing Stan Smith sneakers, historically. Those are Adidas sneakers. Would I not buy an Adidas sneaker now because I thought they took too long? I mean, that's that's like, but this
2: is part of what the whole conversation becomes, right? I don't know. Well, now I'm, this is very frivolous, but now I'm, why is it yeezy if it's yay? Oh, instead of yee. So, I don't, you know, the whole thing is, I, I can't believe that, um, there's a lot of ramifications, but that's obviously not one of them. But, but right? Because I got corrected. I used to call it right. Yee. Right. His new name is not Yee. His new name. Is and yay. we actually are using that terminology, the artist. artist well, I thought I that was that a joke. Ju- I, I oh, that, oh, okay. like, that.
4: was not in the prompt. Because Prince really. Because I, really, they, they, because I might, don't think everybody necessarily knows Yee when you're, when you're speaking to our but audience. But it's not
5: Yee. But so it's Yeezy. But are you going to hold hold his comments now against Adidas? That's the
2: question.
3: Well, the took a while.
4: And I'd like to hear what the company has to Did you see
2: Drudge? I mean, they go right to the German right. the, you know,
4: well, the history
5: the,
2: the of the, history
5: oh, of uh, the World War II. Right. Absolutely. They go right, right. there. So. Germany. That's what it is.
4: Because that's, they were actually clothing the Hitler youth at that point. I mean, it was a close affiliation. And then the two brothers had a falling out. And, 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 that's, why, that, and that's
5: why it was so surprising it took them
2: so long to actually get exactly. there. Exactly. Right. And which is why you nip this. In the bud. Look, frankly, look, quickly it took, as you, look, it, it took as too long. it took zero tolerance. should be zero tolerance. It took Balenciaga right. too they long. They should have known that. The Adidas hell? should have figured out zero right. tolerance. There's no, you know, it's not point 0.1, point 0.2. But I also think there's a mental health
5: issue, and, and that's, I think, that's another what, thing that. Adidas? would no, you say? No, I know. Yeah, no, but for him. They should be
2: able to, yeah. whether it's mental health or not, doesn't matter where it came from with him. Condemn it. The company that's in bed with him needed to figure that out quickly.
4: New developments this morning at 10 Downing Street in London. Let's get right over to Arabile Goumede, who has been joining us. He's been live on the scene here and can fill us in. Arabile, good morning. And this is some big news.
6: Yeah, good morning, Becky. It certainly is some big news. Rishi Sunak, the prime minister then of the UK, officially bringing forward his speech here outside 10 Downing Street in London. He becomes the third uh, prime minister for the UK in seven weeks, announcing then that uh, in his speech here that he accepts the role and duly hopes to continue in this path with compassion uh, as he had done during COVID-19, where, of course, he was chancellor and or finance minister or treasury secretary uh, as well then, where He was keen to obviously give a sense of uh, ensuring that he helped the ordinary citizen here in the UK, also saying that uh, Liz Truss, the former uh, uh, prime minister, was actually right in looking for growth but that mistakes were made, that he has been hired uh, or voted in then uh, by his party, the Conservative Party, to fix things. So I guess he has now become Mr Fix-It. In fact, let's just get a sense of what he actually had to say. This is what he uh, thought a few moments ago. I want to pay tribute to my predecessor, Liz Truss. She was not wrong
3: to want to improve growth in this country. It is a noble aim and I admired her restlessness to create
6: change. But some mistakes were made. Some mistakes were made and now he says he needs to try and earn the trust of not just the market, not just the investor community, but also of ordinary citizens. He says that it's a job that he's willing to take on and he must restore trust after all that has happened and he hopes to live up to those demands. Cheese will be next.
0: Next on Squawk Pod.
1: Every morning she wakes up and she sees bankers and traders in Patagonia puffer coats. And I go, look, babe, criminals.
0: A man you might have already heard on Netflix, comedian Hasan Minhaj. He's made his comedic living off of social commentary and jabs at hedge funds. So what's he doing on Squawk?
1: I just want to know, Richie, are we getting the diamonds back?
0: The UK's new PM. Saudi Arabia, and a deeper dive into the Adidas decision to terminate its partnership with Kanye West.
1: You think the media is part of this? Total. I mean, for the past two weeks, under the guise of creating content, they put a camera in front of them and a microphone.
0: All of that
3: still to come. What's on the horizon for financial markets?
7: This is
0: SquawkPod from CNBC, today with Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin.
5: want to go to Saudi Arabia, where investors have gathered for the Future Investment Initiative, dubbed Davos in the Desert. CNBC's Dan Murphy joins us now with more. Dan, good
3: morning. Andrew, good morning. Well, look, it might not be as exciting as the Davos that you get to cover, but Davos in the desert here in the Saudi capital is certainly attracting some big names. Jamie Dimon, David Solomon, Ray Dalio, Steve Schwartzman and other U.S. executives are all here in the room and in the hotel around me for the Saudi Crown Prince's big event this week which was basically set up to put Saudi Arabia on the map as a global investor and a global investment destination. So FII, as it's known, the Future Investment Initiative, aims to attract billions of dollars into the kingdom, but it also gives business leaders face time with Saudi Arabia's deal-hungry $600 billion public investment fund and other state investment arms at a time when we've seen traditional asset markets getting whipsawed by recession fears, rising rates, the energy crisis, among other things. The most interesting angle to all of this, though, and I'm sure you've been observing, is the fact that Wall Street has come to Riyadh, but the Biden administration has not. We've seen this from relationship between the crown prince and president biden playing out after the most recent opec plus decision to cut oil output and that means that there's no senior u.s officials on the ground as there has been in the past so earlier today i had a conversation with the skybridge founder anthony scaramucci to weigh in on this u.s saudi disconnect and where he sees this heading from here take a listen
2: Sometimes uh, having disagreements is healthy. Uh, people get to a better spot. I also believe that uh, when you're fighting with your spouse, your business partner, a, uh, in the world of politics, you start to realize, wait a minute, I shouldn't be pushing this fight too hard because we bo- both sides sort of need, need each other. So I'm hoping for a reconciliation uh, at that political level. I predict that that will happen. Uh, and it just it'll just take some time. There's some sore feelings probably around uh... and that's natural being human but you have to step back and look at the long-term relationship uh...
6: these two countries need each other
3: so it's pretty clear that washington wants to reset this relationship with saudi arabia but it's also pretty clear that wall street is chasing deals here and it's largely undeterred and that's good news for the saudi crown prince and of course saudi arabia's overall economic diversification drive that it has been on for a number of years now guys back over to you hey dan Two questions. How much of the conversation, to the
5: extent there even is one, you know, is about the cloud of either Khashoggi or, right now, the the standoff between the U.S. uh, and Saudi over the price of uh, of oil? How much is that even in in the discussion there, or is that sort of put to the
3: side? It's absolutely in the conversation. With regards to the killing of Jamal Khashoggi, yes, it is very much still in the room. However, you could say in this instance that, business is trumping politics. It's very clear that global investors see this part of the world as a new investment destination. Throughout the course of the pandemic, Saudi Arabia and the UAE as well had very lax lockdown policies that's helped to attract new capital. And at the same time, here in Saudi Arabia, we're going to see this economy be among the fastest growing in the G20. Of course, oil prices tracking at around 140 US dollars a barrel earlier this year have certainly helped. So investors see opportunity here. That's what it's bringing people into the room and they're not too overly concerned about matters of the past, even though it is still a major issue on the minds of
5: many in the room. And then Dan, just gut reaction, Uh, optimistic or pessimistic about the economy, meaning the the feeling in the room, what's what's your sense? More people uh,
3: feeling good or feeling bad? Feeling good, I would say. Behind me, the amount of people that have turned up, you walk the halls and corridors of the Ritz, here in Riyadh and you can see there is optimism in the air. I think a lot of that also comes back to the fact that these investors are chasing money from the sovereign wealth funds. It's an opportunity for them to get more involved with businesses in this part of the world and tap into those opportunities in this part of the world when we have seen such tumult in other public asset markets, for example, like stocks in the United States and elsewhere. So there's definitely optimism in the air here. Okay, Dan Murphy in Riyadh, thank you.
0: Today we've covered a lot of ground. We've hit on Kanye West's string of losses in the wake of his anti-semitic comments. We've just covered Saudi Arabia and oil. And we've also touched on the UK's new Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak. Now Rishi is the first non-white PM of the UK. and. People are thrilled. His victory has sparked quite a stir on the internet. There is, as of this week, a whole genre of memes inspired by Sunak's new role and the long-contested Kohinoor diamond, mined in India in the 12th century or so and then seized and returned, seized and returned for the centuries thereafter, and now sitting to the pride of British royals and the consternation of many Indians among the Queen Mother's crown jewels. Anyway, lots of memes. It's a stressful time for the UK. It's a stressful time for economies literally across the globe. So humor, meme-shaped or otherwise, is a welcome relief. Which is why today we're wrapping up the podcast with a comic by trade. So funny, in fact, he scored his own Netflix special called The King's Jester. It's Hasan Minhaj.
1: We live in Greenwich, Connecticut. Ooh, yeah! It's Get Out White. Everybody there works at a hedge fund, and I can feel your judgment, Brooklyn. Oh, you're judging me. You're like, really? You're gonna take your daughter and raise her in Greenwich? You're gonna spoil her like that? Nah. I want her to see how gritty and grimy and corrupt the real world is. Every morning she wakes up and she sees bankers and traders and Patagonia puffer coats. And I go, Look, babe, criminals.
0: He made his career poking fun at finance or finance, but as you'll hear, he has thoughts, funny ones, on pretty much everything else. Here's Andrew.
1: Very nice to see you, sir. Thanks for having me, Andrew. Um, big fan of the show. I didn't
0: realize you were a watcher
1: of the oh, show. I've lost so much money watching this show. <laughs> oh, <there was laughs> so oh, oh, By the way, I can't believe we're on the ground floor. Like people can just walk up and they can. Oh, yeah. Do oh, you, you ever have people run up now. to the windows, just poverty pigeons like, I listen to you.
4: We we have people who use this as a bathroom right behind us.
2: They put fingerprints. Got it. So So, I want to talk to you about a
5: a million things this morning. Sure. Uh, I want to talk to you about hedge funds. I want to talk to you about Davos in the desert. Yeah. I want to talk a little Kanye because that's in the news. Sure.
1: What about this turtleneck?
5: Well, let's talk about what is going on with your turtleneck. Well,
1: every great American grifter comes on CNBC wearing a turtleneck. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Holmes. Oh, yeah. So Bert you're Paltrow. Are you putting yeah. yourself in this category now? Uh, 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 Steve, Jobs Steve Jobs. Driven psychos Steve Jobs. love black turtlenecks. So you decided that you needed to? Because <laughs> your head floats yeah, above the- Yeah, this is the, my time, I've
5: arrived. Yeah. If we put
2: a, a, a background on you of black, it's just your head is <laughs> going- so right, right floating. that's
5: what Steve Jobs used to yeah. So can I, I want to I go Davos in the desert first. Yeah, because sure. Because today, all of the, the CEOs, I mean, a lot a lot of CEOs around the world yeah. have shown up in Riyadh. Yes. The reason I'm asking you this question is, you had a show called Patriot Act. Yep on Netflix, mm-hmm. you uh, made fun of MBS, made more than fun of him. I think you, we go farther than that. Okay. And then they pulled the show. Yes. And you, well, there was a little bit of a
1: back and forth with you and Netflix. Sure. Okay. I don't know if there was a back and forth with me and Netflix, but but there was a little little song and dance between me and the Saudis. Yeah, sure, they banned the episode and- They banned the episode. Yeah, and now I'm a cyber criminal, so. And yeah. so,
5: how do you think right now though of the fact that the, all these American CEOs and businesses are now back doing business with Saudi, especially now that the relationship is, seems even uh, more complicated. Let's just say by the price of oil.
1: I mean, I think it's it's pretty you know it's pretty consistent with the way you know Americans we behave. We always talk about human rights violations until the price of unleaded hits five dollars, then it's time to go sword dancing with the Saudis. Am I right, Joe?
2: Um, I, I didn't. If we're going to deal with <laughs> if we're going to deal with China.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Um, I mean, are we gonna do all or nothing? We're gonna have a hard time dealing with anyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there, honestly, them, yeah. it's, we, we have learned over the years maybe not to try to take our morality and, and, and think that every other country needs to adhere by those for us to trade with them, Sure. right? And it's a kingdom in Saudi Arabia. I, I guess throughout yes. history, kings have done some pretty crazy stuff Sure. time, yes. right? Yep. They almost can act with impunity. Because it's good to be king, I guess, in their view. So I, I don't know. What do we do about that? When, what well, like would happen to lesser developed countries if, if they all cut off oil from Saudi Arabia? What would happen to the, the population of those countries? So there, there's real concerns that you have to have right. to, to be the moral arbiter is going to have consequences yeah, in, I mean, in I'm the not, real world. For
1: what it's worth, Joe, I'm not invited to to Davos. I'm banned from Saudi, so I can't even I can't Can he get there.
2: your invite?
1: I still I didn't go. get the invitation. Did they slide in
5: the DMs? I didn't
1: get the invitation. No, but the but do you think that, that American business should be even
5: doing this? I mean you're you're but, sort This of is like culture- asking
1: me do dogs bark. These are, you know, could you going-
2: diamond the CEO of J.P. Should Morgan Chase be there. there. What about, yeah, what, he's what about China? China their, their with with the Uyghurs, with their, do we cut off all trade with China? Because of the, the Uyghurs? I mean, that's probably a sure. bigger human rights issue than than even Khashoggi. Sure. Okay. I mean, we're all we're all complicit, in, are we not? I mean, I wear Jordan.
1: Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> I um mean, do, we, do we not? I mean,
2: yeah. We're all it's, like, po- it's a complicated... We're all part of the same hypocrisy, Senator. Sure, just sure, never sure. I
1: don't want to make a false equivalency, but you know, I do the best I can given the information I'm given. and I'm an artist, and I just try to poke. Poke fun. Exactly. You know, and have jokes. But okay, in so the real world, it be Talking tough. about
5: jokes, you do take on hedge fund
1: managers. Yes. Why? And, well, you, and you're living in Greenwich, by the way. Come on. I made it. I made it. Come on, Andrew. Look, I, my problem isn't with people making money. I, I, I get it. Um, I, just, I just don't like these LBO dorks, the leverage buyout people, because they have, they have no value for creating uh, a viable business that has a good product. Really? They don't even care about the success of it. That's it, not true. It's, it's, it's type a. Not true. I'm actually, I up with, these I'm actually with you in some yeah, of these, these cases. Yeah, these type My, A, like- high achieving HBS McKinsey
4: the bigger well, issue is if you're, to if you're see going everything
1: to look, sheet, right? Right. So going to look at on something Microsoft and Excel. figure out if and you And they're could, not
4: trying to add real value. And using leverage in itself is yeah. an issue. Using leverage is what ends up blowing up markets. You can go after and take a company. And my dad lost his job at one point when we were when we were very young because totally. of a situation yeah. where it was a company that came in and
1: did. And the worst part is, Joe, they don't even have a sense of humor about it. That's right. why I'm on Squawk Box talking about it. But. Alden Capital and Randall Smith got up in my situation. I'm going to okay, go take a big chance here. I'm going to take
2: a big chance and uh, actually channel Gordon Gecko. Teldar paper had 250 middle management types that didn't do anything yeah. except put paper back and forth. So sure. the normal rank and file lost their jobs because the company was so poorly managed. Sure. So there have been times in history where these firms have come in and done what needed to be done to save the, the company for the 50% of the remaining employees. But do streamline you th- it, but do earn you think a profit. That, but do you think turn true? it sure.
1: Do you think that's true in, with these in guys in short-term thinking and deep pockets that are now running amok it's, it's with not, housing, it's not, local news? But it's not monolithic, it's not. Nursing I mean, homes. I'm, I'm, I'm it's saying. Not, it's it, not monolithic. Yeah, it's a case-by-case case scenario. It and it's I know like buybacks. Some, buybacks. I know there's some guy in Greenwich swinging kettlebells right now <laughs> watching me on mute being like, what do you mean I don't add value? I'm about buybacks, to gut a nursing Which is hard
2: to do in the Patagonia. Yeah, like <laughs> I,
1: I, I get it. But they don't have a sense of humor about it. And at the very least, I do. By the way, I don't like how you guys couch language on this show. You guys will use words like retail investor. I don't like that word. Are you a you no, no, just, you, I, I am because. You it's, that, it's you the, a, by a the way, investor? you guys are journalists. It's the same you way they used, about, you, they used to write about. They used to write about rap music. They called it urban music. Uh, I'm what, like, what, like, what, S- what S- do you want? Retail investor. S- Sucker? Urban music. You're saying the same thing. <laughs> Poor people. I get oh, it. No. I know what oh, you're saying. God. You've seen this, Joe. No, no, no. Do you, no, no. Um, you, do you invest yourself? Oh, oh, I've lost a lot of money watching this show. Oh, okay. so I said, said a, it. By the way, I have a pitch. I have a pitch for the, the show. Okay. I have a pitch for the show. You okay. guys need to add this segment. Right. This is great television. Okay. It's called "My Dad Told Me Not to." Every day, you have a retail investor come on the show. So I go, "Hi, I'm Hussam Minhaj. I was watching Squawk Box during the pandemic. I bought Bitcoin at fifty thousand, even though my dad told me not to." Then Andrew, you bring out my dad, ladies and gentlemen, Najmi Minhaj. He comes out and he open face slaps me on air. You have oh, violence means- on air, great for clicks.
4: Did you buy? And you would say did retail. You buy, buy did you buy Bitcoin at yes, 50000 And your dad told you not and to? And he
1: told me not to. And then he would get on and he'd go, Hi, my name's Najmah Minhaj. I was watching Spotify. Are you boxes. a Bitcoin it- owner? Uh, uh, yes.
5: At
2: uh, what price did you get in? I got in at 50000 Okay. Did you really? Yes. Okay, Hassan. Sorry. Maybe you didn't watch close enough. What does this say? CNBC host goes full Bitcoin maximum and said $8,000. $8,000. Okay. Eight, where were you? I, I was. I guess I was. I okay. guess
1: you weren't watching. I was, a, I was swinging. You would have gone
2: eight to fifty, and then you would have been this out. This is
1: the grift. This is the grift. By no, the no, way, hold on. Okay. No. Final uh, question for you. Yes.
2: Kanye.
5: Biggest headline in the morning. Now, I want to talk about cancel culture, okay? Because yeah. what, I, as a comedian and
2: somebody who's in, in entertainment and
1: I culture, feel like my dad's handing me the phone. I'm just looking at something. Look on at WhatsApp. that. Fifty-five
2: thousand. It was eight thousand. I said fifty-five thousand. Why didn't you do that? You, you're picking. You're, you're cherry-picking the bad picks.
1: That's I watched, not fair. I watched the day that you guys said it was going to go to a hundred or more. No, trust me,
5: we did not. You were, you're watching the wrong show because I've been, <laughs> you know, I've been negative all time. Okay, yeah, okay. from eight thousand all the way to fifty-five. Come me. <laughs> um, Kanye, yes. this is the big headline in the morning. Uh-huh. Adidas, parting ways. Is this, can- do you think of this, I mean, I know you've talked about cancel culture a lot. Yeah. Do you put this in the category of he should be canceled and this is like appropriate? Yeah. Do you look at this in the context of, uh, he said something terrible and uh, he shouldn't be? I mean, what's, how do you think about this? This is
1: bad, we're, c- we're coming to the comedian here, but. Um... No, no,
5: but a lot of what you're doing is cultural commentary and sure, we're at sure, this sure. sort of point where a lot of people look at this big news yeah. and they're trying to figure
1: out what is a company supposed to do? Mm-hmm. What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to say, not say? Okay, I think we got to start with this. Hatred and anti-Semitism needs to be condemned, full stop. Right. Um, I think right now, corporations are dealing with this type of speech and rhetoric at scale. This is not a new story. Donald Sterling with the Clippers. Right. Robert Sarver with the Suns. Now you have Kanye. It, it gets to a point where you go, hey, we have to... Unequivocally condemn and cut ties with this. I think I'm just mad at the media e- media ecosystem that you had to put a microphone and camera in front of a dude constantly who clearly needed help. Now, as for me, I'm 37 years old. I don't wear Yeezys, yeah. so it's fine. I, I see 40 year olds wearing foam runners, and I'm like, stop it. <laughs> so that's my position on it. That's your. But your position is you think that, so. Whether you think the media is part of this, Tot- I mean, for the past two weeks under the guise of creating content, or sorry, under the guise of having, trying to have a conversation, they put a, a camera in front of them and a microphone in front was, of them. There was, you can, you there can was talk one, to no, one, of, one of the shows that, that didn't right? put any
4: of it on said, forget it, this uh, sure. went off the line and right, we sure. can't put any of this on and we're putting this off and pulling the episode sure. as a result, which I thought was the right sure. decision.
1: Or, or if you really sincerely cared, you'd say, hey, can we have a private conversation? Do we have to wear a lav mic?
2: and? Yeah have cameras on you to talk about this. Yeah. I mean, that, to a, me, that's where like real
4: empathy. People who have tried to have a, a, a private conversation. It's a good time to be a
2: comedian because there's a lot of uh, of things that don't make sense. Hypocrisy. You mentioned Don Stolling. Awful. Remember what happened next so when, when the Houston Rockets GM had the audacity to say one thing about China and then the NBA rallied around China because there's 600 million fans over in China that it's all about. The benjamins once again sure so, so how do you you know you pick sure. and choose what, yeah, yeah. i don't, don't want to
1: make a false equivalency between yeah. what kanye was saying and what uh the uh, no, daryl I moore know, was saying but right? it's but, just but but I, it's I, a good time to be a comedian yeah look look i trust me i love poking powerful people it's, it's right. one of my favorite things to do i love razzing people joe I mean, we're not powerful name. here, though. <laughs> There's no power like here? we cover power i know people. i know the block that i'm on yeah yeah,
5: yeah.
1: How you guys, by the way how you guys feeling about this uh, the new the new pm over Oh, in, uh, so over we in should building. have a conversation about that. I'm feeling How yeah. do you feel about that? feeling great.
5: By the way, former hedge fund man Goldman oh, Sachs. former hedge fund guy.
1: Yeah. Goldman Sachs. Worth I more I than the monarchy. Them. I think either way. What do I think about the monarchy no, as an Indian? He,
4: no, he's worth more than the
1: <laughs> The new oh, prime Jesus. minister is worth more than the monarchy. Yeah, sure. Look, I, I mean, are you, are you serious? that a, $860 that a, million. That a, all right, we that gotta a, go. Th- that a government official has a ton of dope? Clearly, we don't have that here in America, Becky. Look, I think either way. Um, if he, he, um, drives Britain's economy into the ground, that's great. Hindus love karma, um, as oh doing we If go. he, if he, if he figures it out and helps the UK, good. then, that- then great. Clearly right. immigrants do the job better. Either way, I just want to know, Rishi, <laughs> are sorry. we getting the diamonds back? Uh, I, 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 Is the Koh-i Noor coming home? Are we getting the hardware
5: or what, Rishi? Hassan Minhaj, check it out. Netflix, you're streaming right now, right? Streaming right, right
2: now. Got right go. now? You watching, Joe? I'll watch. Just, you know, be kind.
0: That's the podcast for today. Thank you for listening and laughing with us. Squawk Box is hosted by Joe Kernan, Becky Quick, and Andrew Ross Sorkin weekday mornings on CNBC at 6 a.m. Eastern. To get the smartest takes and analysis from our TV show right into your ears, follow Squawk Pod wherever you get your podcasts. We'll meet you back here tomorrow.
2: We are clear. Thanks, guys.